Hello again and welcome back to the Proper Specs Football Podcast Promotions, part of the show. Happy New Year. I hope everyone is out there safe and sound and you are celebrating your new year. Time to promote those that I love. And hey, Nails by Imani, check my daughter out in Jonesboro, Georgia. The address is as follows, 258 South Main Street, Suite F. Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236. The best, absolute best nail technician in or outside of the 285 perimeter in Atlanta, Georgia, specifically Jonesboro, Georgia. Check out the missus. Her crafting email is forcedcraftsdesigns at gmail.com. Once again, that is F-O-R-R-E-S-T-C-R-A-F-T-S. D-E-S-I-G-N-S at gmail.com. You can also check out her website, and that is the online beautyboutique.com for heavenly hair. Shopneolife.com forward slash forest health. Once again, that is shopneolife.com forward slash forest health. Check her out there as well. Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. Look him up. Check him out. And finally, but certainly not last, me. The Prophet's Picks 2019 is the Instagram handle. The Prophet's Picks at gmail.com is my email. And last but certainly not least, I am on Twitter as well, Prophet underscore Picks. And you can listen to my podcast show on every single podcast platform there is known to man. And soon to come, I will be on Pandora. Everybody stay safe out there and enjoy the show that's coming up right now. One. Wow, what an amazing week 17 in the NFL. And week 17 in the NFL has not come to a conclusion as of yet. There is one game still remaining on this week 17's NFL schedule. And as we all know, and if you don't know, it is tonight, Monday Night Football. Now, I know the majority of the country, uh, whether it's local government or Uh, national government across the country is recognizing today as, of course, New Year's Day. So a lot of people aren't working. I am one of those. But because today is recognized as a national holiday, Happy New Year. As New Year's Day was yesterday and it was very quiet. It was literally almost perfect and I will tell you why yesterday was literally almost perfect in a moment but before I do this is the Sunday Night Football results show the results show series continues here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast show and once again happy new year 2:49 p.m. Atlantic Eastern Eastern Standard Time what's up 
It's your boy, JCF of the Prophet Speaks Football Podcast Show. Welcome back. Anchorage, Alaska, what's up? Welcome back to the show, 1.49 p.m. here in the Central Standard Time Zone. That means it's 12.49 p.m. Mountain and still morning on the West Coast for at least 10 more minutes. It is 10.50 a.m. over there. I'm sorry. It's 11.50 a.m. on the West Coast. And uh, this is, once again, Sunday Night Football Results Show. Pittsburgh defeated the Baltimore Ravens 16-13 final. And Anchorage, Alaska, I've already welcomed you to the show, but I welcome you again because I have to welcome in that other part of the United States of America that is separated from the mainland, and that is Honolulu. Waikiki, Maui, and the Pearl Harbor Memorial out in in the Hawaiian Islands, all of the Hawaiian Islands. What is up? Welcome back to the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Happy New Year. And as I promised you all, you would be hearing my voice for the first time in the new year on today. And, uh, I realized I had a little recording snafu for week 17. I originally recorded the Rams and the Chargers game last week, or should I say last year now, which was the final week of the year on Wednesday, December the 28th. And I was going through all of my shows, listening to all of them, um, something that I do from time to time. I'm not going to sit up here and lie and say I do it every single week. Because it's very time consuming to record these shows. But if you want to get to the next level, you got to start going back and listening to what you are recording. And that show was not recorded. There was just music playing in the background for the promotion part of the show. And then next thing I know, there was just music playing in the background. And once again, that was on Wednesday of last week. I had made the prediction between the Rams and the Chargers, by the way, the Rams did in fact win. Beg your pardon. The Chargers did in fact win that game. And not only that, um, on yesterday, I went 12 and 2, I think it was. And um, I think I have to do I have to do the calculations again because you all realize, remember, if you realize if you were listening to one of the results shows last week. Or uh, one of the prediction shows for primetime. I can't remember which one it was. Um, you did discover that I was cheating myself in my overall primetime predictions. And uh, that was at the end of week 16 going on over into week 17. In which week 17 is about to be over later on tonight. So, once again, 9.52 a.m. in Hawaii. United States of America, once again, Honolulu, Waikiki, Maui, Pearl Harbor Memorial, all of the Hawaiian Islands, welcome back to the Prophet Picks Football Podcast show. This is officially the first show of the year, and uh, I had to re-record that Ch- Chargers and Rams prediction show last week on Friday, and uh, thank God I did, because if I didn't, you guys just would have heard music playing the entire time. And I'll be honest, that's probably happened this season. Because I've really been on top of things this past NFL season. Like, really, really been on top of things. 
even when the distractions and the drama and the car accident and all of that stuff happened, I got to pat myself on the back. Unlike last year when I was in Beaumont, there weren't all of those distractions and craziness and foolishness. There's a lot of stability. There's a lot of things that have been settled and I got the majority of every single show done without delay or without uh, disruption or uh, destruction. But yeah, Chargers, Rams. Thank God I went back and listened to every single show in week 17. And every single show recorded with the exception of that one. Um, every show recorded correctly, I should say, with the exception of that one. And uh, you guys did, in fact, hear my voice one more again after uh, the Thursday Night Football results show. You guys weren't supposed to hear my voice again until today right now. But you all are, in fact, hearing heard my voice before New Year's Day. And uh, once again, it is the first day of the work week. It is a holiday nationally. And I am off. Thank God. Raining outside, gray outside, hurricane or storm or winter storm or whatever it is. Hudson is on the way, which makes a lot of sense. And um, I'm just sitting here uh, enjoying the rest of uh, this holiday off because tomorrow I got to get back to it. Tomorrow it's back to the real world and the real world is providing for the fam, working first thing in the morning before the sun is up and uh, making sure that I am putting all of the bread on the table so that we can have a home and power and gas and electricity. Yeah, so power is the same thing as electricity, right? Yeah. So um, anyways, let me go ahead and get into the results of last night's game. But before I do, my prediction was Pittsburgh winning by one. And that was Pittsburgh 20, Baltimore 19. And the actual final score was Baltimore 13 and Pittsburgh 16. At the end of the game, a game-winning touchdown pass for uh, Najee Harris, the running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he caught that pass from rookie quarterback Kenny Pickett. Just unbelievable. And I really didn't hear the sound, the audio. I was actually in bed at this point in time, multitasking, watching one of the shows with the misses, as well as um, watching the rest of the game on my tablet, big part, on my uh, cellular device. And the reason why is because that's going to be one less football game that I got to watch today because it is a new year, but I am, of course, still watching games from 2022, which is fine. It's cool. I'm not going to get all of those watched during the regular season. I already know that something that I'm used to, something that I've been doing and been used to, uh, quite frankly, since 2019, uh, especially when I relocated to South Florida. So I know some of the games that are recorded won't be viewed until the off season. And that's fine because when the moment comes, I'm jonesing for NFL. Like I just can't breathe without 
watching and hearing some NFL action, I'm going to have a game there on my DVR that's going to bring my attention in. And I'm going to be like, you know what? I just realized I never did sit down and watch that game. Not from beginning to end. And uh, yeah, I am honestly looking forward to those points and times in the offseason in which I will have a DVR NFL game to watch. But all right, enough of that. Let's talk about what happened with Baltimore and Pittsburgh on last night. Once again, your final score, 16 to 13, Steelers over the Ravens. And uh, I called it. I nailed it. Thank God. Uh, Steelers go to 8-8 eight eight overall in the year, and they go to 5-4 and four on the road. The Ravens, they drop, man. Uh, they drop. They drop from uh, 10 and 5, and they had an opportunity to be 11 and 4 um, at one point in time this season. But they have lost, I believe, a few games in a row. They drop now to 10 and 6, and they are 5 and 3 at home. So one loss less than the Steelers have on the road is the home record for the Baltimore Ravens. Once again, my prediction was 20 to 19 in regulation and the final score was 16 to 13. What are we going to call it? Picket magic? Picket magic again in the game? In yet another game? And yet the closing seconds of another game? Picket magic. Now, I just thought about something. If Mike Tomlin went ahead and allowed Kenny Pickett to be thrown to the wolves, so to speak, and be thrown into the fire, so to speak, in week one against the Bengals, yeah, Pittsburgh would have lost. But what kept Pittsburgh in that game last night? Defensive mindset, toughness, resiliency, intelligence, um, and want to. You got to want to. You got to want to get up in the morning to go to work and provide for your family, right? You got to want to work in a relationship, whether it's a friendship, a marriage, you know, your fiance, whatever it may be. You got to want to put your effort in. You got to want to work, right? And you can't have everything go your way all the time. Everything cannot be one-sided. And at 2 o'clock p.m. on January the 2nd, 2023, man, it feels good to say, especially knowing where I am right now in my life. This is wonderful. Um, The Pittsburgh Steelers did that on last night to start the new year. You know, there weren't good moments in that football game. They got a very bad call that led to the Baltimore Ravens getting that touchdown in the first place. If it was not for that bad call, then that led to an argument between Minka Fitzpatrick, the Steelers' safety, and the defensive lineman, Craig Hayward, who got the penalty to begin with in the first place. But again, he shouldn't have been called for anything. He was trying to get up off of the pile after the play had ended, after the whistles was blown. And he was pulled down and it worked in the Ravens' favor. And early on in the game, the Ravens did what they know how to do the best when it comes to a divisional game, a rivalry game against 
your division opponent, and that was this. You do things to get under people's skin. You say things, whether it's on social media, whether it's um, using audio power, whether that's a microphone or the radio, you know, or whatever it may be. You say things to get under people's skin. In this case, the Ravens was on the field going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers saying all kinds of things to get under these guys' skin, and it worked the entirety of the first half. But the Steelers stayed resilient. They stayed tough. They overcame their obstacles in the game last night. They overcame the negativity, the bad plays, the, you know, inward battle with themselves because Mike Tomlin said something key um, going into halftime of that game. And the key thing that he said was this. Right now, the Steelers are going up against the Steelers. The Steelers are defeating the Steelers right now. And he was 100% right about that. That was true. The Steelers were, in fact, fighting themselves in that football game. And the Steelers almost beat themselves in that football game on last night. But, again, kudos to Baltimore. They almost won the game. They should have won the game. They had the game. But defense wins games in the NFL. And just like they win games in the NFL, they win games to get you to an NFL postseason. And eventually, if your defense stays strong, that allows you to win championships. All right. With that being said, let's finally talk about the results of last night's game. But before we do... My record on the year going into week 17 was 140, 94, and 2. My record currently on the year, including last night's game, has skyrocketed. Yesterday was the absolute best NFL Sunday in predictions history for the Prophets Fix Football Podcast Show. It was the best NFL Sunday of the entire season for the show. I am now 151, 96 and two on the season with the one game remaining in prime time. That's today. On yesterday, I went 11 and two, not including Sunday night football, 12 and two, including Sunday night football, and then 13 and two, including Thursday night football and Sunday night football. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I was not expecting that to happen. I also was not expecting the Buccaneers to beat the Carolina Panthers. And the Panthers led that game for a long time in that game. But Tom Brady, man. Tom Brady. Always bet on Brady. But Carolina coming into that game, they had already defeated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers earlier that year in Charlotte, North Carolina. And coming into that game as well, they were white hot. So knowing that, that's part of the reason why I picked them to win. Not only that, how the Buccaneers has performed the last four or five games of the season. Just have not performed up to par. It's amazing that they are going to the postseason. It's amazing. Because not only are they in a horrible division, they have so many losses that it allowed every other team in their division to be relevant all the way up until yesterday 
And, you know, that's what the NFL wants. They want every single team in the NFL to be playoff relevant. They want the drama. They want the excitement. I say it so much on this podcast show. The NFL is unscripted, real life, reality television. And you cannot script the things that happen on an NFL Sunday. You cannot script the things that happen in these NFL games. You can't. It would be impossible to do this. Impossible. Even if NFL players and teams scripted it from Monday to Saturday, or should I say Monday through Friday, and then took Saturday off just so that they could play the game on Sunday or Sunday night. It's it's, it's not it's not possible to, to, to fake any of this, right? It's not. It's just not. And um I had a great day on yesterday, man. I really did with the NFL. Um, uh, Miami lost as I predicted. Uh, the Colts lost as I predicted. Um, the Eagles lost, and I said that they would beat the New Orleans Saints. And um, it's funny because I said it over and over again in that prediction show as well. The Eagles have had their problems over the years against the New Orleans Saints. That's just a matchup problem. They match up well against the Eagles. And that honestly should be a rivalry game. But for some strange reason, it's not. Um, I said the Browns would beat the Commanders. It looked ugly for a long time, but the Browns ended up getting on their feet, getting their balance, catching their vision, and winning that football game. I said my Falcons would win against Arizona, and they did uh, by one point. (laughs) Classic Falcons, right? Um, Because I never picked the Falcons to win, especially when they're having a bad season like uh, they are this year. Um, I'm shocked that they won when I actually picked them to win. Um, Kansas City won, as I predicted. The Jacksonville Jaguars won. Everybody knew the Jaguars was going to win that football game, right? There was like no point in time during that game. Going into that game, you felt the Jags was going to lose, especially how hot they were um, going into that one. Um, San Francisco won. That was probably one of the biggest games of yesterday afternoon. Uh, Detroit won, as I said they would. They scored way more points than I gave them, though. I said 37 points. They scored 41. Um, but their defense finally showed up. They held the Bears to only 10 points. Seahawks won. Geno Smith revenge tour continued on yesterday as he defeated yet another NFL franchise that did not give him the time of day or gave him any hope whatsoever as a franchise quarterback in the NFL. And guess what? The team that he defeated on yesterday, 23-6, that is the same exact team in which drafted him into the NFL 10 years ago. All right. Packers won, as I predicted. And I've already told you guys about the Chargers and the Rams that started off the show. Um, Talked about that for a good minute. So now I can finally talk to you about the actual Sunday night football game from last night, the actual purpose of this show that I'm recording right now. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, and 2 on this week thus far. 12 and 2 on yesterday, including Sunday night football. And uh, once again, this is the Sunday night football results show. I am now 11 and 6. On Sunday nights, I am looking to go to 12 and 6 for tonight. I'll talk more about the NFL schedule and the playoff seating and all of that good stuff 
um, at the very end of this show. Steelers started off the football game with a field goal and leading three zip at the end of the first quarter. Second quarter, 10 points for the Baltimore Ravens, zero for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was 10 to three uh, Ravens leading. And again, that was a late touchdown in the second uh, quarter before um, halftime. And it was a penalty that should not have been called because uh, Hayward did not do anything wrong. He was just trying to get up off of Powell. Um, second half starts, third quarter, field goal for the Steelers, field goal for the Ravens, 3-3 tied in the third quarter. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers, their defense shut out the Baltimore Ravens in the fourth quarter and their offense with Kenny Pickett, Najee Harris, George, um, George Pickens, the standout rookie wide receiver from the University of Georgia. And uh, Mr. Sims, all of those guys, they put on an electric final game-winning drive. And Pittsburgh, congratulations. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, congratulations. I was going not in a bad way, not in in a negative way, but I was talking back and forth with some Steelers fans and, you know, acting with them, you know, reacting with them and, you know, conversing with them. Um, on my personal social media page and um, nobody remembers what happened last year and how the Steelers got into the postseason with the last spot last year. I believe it was the last spot, seventh seed or the last two spots, the sixth seed. And everything went their way for them to make it to the postseason. And guess what? Right now, everything is going Pittsburgh's way for them to go into the postseason. Not just this week, but last weekend, Christmas weekend, everything went the Steelers way to keep them alive for them to make it to the postseason. Now, with that being said, you knew the Steelers weren't going to do anything against Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. They had already eviscerated them during the regular season. I mean, absolutely mopped the field with them. So it was just going to happen again against the Steelers in Kansas City, Missouri last January a year ago. And here we are a year later, and I'm going to say this right now. This time next year, 2024, if God spares my life and I'm still here, understand this. Pittsburgh will be one of the top four seeds in the AFC. I picked the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Rams to be in the Super Bowl in Arizona next month for a 1970s Super Bowl rematch. And we know the Rams didn't make it. We know, we know, we know. I know, I know. But Pittsburgh is still alive. Pittsburgh is still alive. So all of you Ravens fans out there, all of you Bengals fans out there, more importantly, because the Ravens and the Bengals are in the same division as the Pittsburgh Steelers, watch out if things fall the Steelers' way. This is not old, dried-up, decrepit Ben Roethlisberger stepping on the football field. This is a fresh, young healthy, talented, Pitt Panther University graduate alum as a franchise quarterback, leading his team like Terry Bradshaw did, like Ben Roethlisberger did, into the postseason for the first time in a long time. That's if they make it. They will be the most dangerous team in the postseason. 
if not the dangerous, one of the most dangerous football teams because they are that one thing you do not see coming. They are that one thing you don't expect. That's what they are. That's what the Pittsburgh Steelers are. You do not expect them to come and smack you in the face. So I just thought I would shell that out before I went any further in this results show. Once again, the Ravens fall to 10 and six. Overall in the year, they are five and three at home and the Pittsburgh Steelers improved to eight and eight overall in the year and five and four on the road. If they played on the road all season long, they would be in the postseason. They have a winning record on the road for the Steelers and then they have a game under 500 at home. Home record, home field advantage this year at Amerishore Field for the Steelers, not that good. But the road record has been almost impeccable. Um, 22 first downs for the Steelers in the football game, 15 for the Ravens. Um, Steelers had 13 first downs on the ground. And then, of course, it was Kenny Pickett versus Tyler Huntley, uh, the number two to Lamar Jackson. And um, Ravens had eight first downs through the air and six on the ground totaling 15. Steelers defense awarded the Ravens offense one first down by penalty. Um, Third downs for the Steelers 10 for 16. Wow. 5 for 12 for the Ravens. 70 offensive plays in the game for the Steelers. Only 50 for Baltimore. Steelers 70 offensive plays for a total of 351 total yards. That's rushing and passing nine total offensive drives, averaging five yards per play. Ravens weren't far behind. They were 4.8 per play, eight total offensive drives for 50 total offensive plays. But the yardage, here's a significant difference. 240 total rushing and passing. And then the Ravens had the interception thrown. And then the Steelers had a time of possession of 34 minutes and 14 seconds compared to the Baltimore Ravens time of possession, 25 minutes and 46 seconds. And then last but certainly not least, the penalties, right? I always give you guys the penalties. 43 penalty yards on six penalties for the Pittsburgh Steelers. 30 penalty yards on four penalties for the Baltimore Ravens. For the most part, a very clean game for both the Steelers and the Ravens, which is what you would expect from two teams that are either in the playoffs or fighting to get into the postseason. And I cannot wait for Monday Night Football later tonight. Kenny Pickett, 15 for 27, 168 yards passing, average 6.2 per touchdown thrown at the end of the game to win it. No interception, sacked twice for a loss of 15 yards. Quarterback rating of 79.6, overall rating of 86.7. Ravens quarterback Tyler Huntley, 14 completions on 21 pass attempts, 130 yards passing, 6.2 was the average per completion. Same as Kenny Pickett, only difference is he had an interception that he threw, and it was very costly. Um, Sacked once for a loss of 10 yards, and then a quarterback rating of 71.6, overall rating of 79.5. J.K. Dobbins was just looking untouchable, unstoppable last night. 17 carries for 93 yards. Uh, the Ravens as a team, 28 carries, 120 yards rushing, averaging 4.3 per. No rushing touchdowns. Pittsburgh Steelers, 41 total carries for their team. 198 total rushing yards, 4.8 was the average per. No rushing touchdowns. Najee Harris, 
It didn't look like it. It didn't feel like it. But he had 22 carries last night for 111 yards rushing. And then Jalen Warren, the rookie, he had 12 carries himself for 76 yards rushing. It didn't feel like it, though. Because the game was just defensively packed. I mean, Stillers, tight ends, wide receivers, H-backs, fullbacks, running backs, total for 15 receptions and only 168 yards receiving, averaging only 11.2 per. But Najee Harris, two receptions, 12 yards receiving. You divide that up, that's an average of six per catch. And he had a touchdown, the game-winning touchdown. Mark Andrews was lighting up the Steelers secondary on the other side of the football field, just slicing up the Steelers defense. And that's probably part of the reason, too, why it didn't feel like Najee Harris had over 100 yards rushing. Because J.K. Domas was running all over the field, and every time you looked up, number 89 for the Baltimore Ravens was making a great catch. He was making the average catch look like a circus-type highlight reel reception. He had nine receptions last night on nine targets. Perfect. For 100 yards, he averaged 11.1 alone, but the receiving touchdown came from Isaiah Likely after, of course, that penalty happened at the end of the first half. Ravens tight ends, H-backs, running backs, fullbacks, wide receivers, total 14 receptions, 130 receiving yards, 9.3 was the average per, and the receiving touchdown once against Isaiah Likely. The only touchdown of the game, by the way, for the Baltimore Ravens. Their amazing future Hall of Fame kicker, uh, Justin Tucker, he had two field goals, um, and he converted both of those. His longest one was uh, 51 yards, and then, of course, he had the touchdown uh, extra point after attempt, and he totaled seven points alone. But Chris Boswell, he could have been four for four to go with the extra point after the touchdown, but he missed one of those field goals, and... I don't know. Will the Pittsburgh Steelers be looking for another kicker next season? I don't know. It's interesting to think about it, though, because special teams is a huge part of your game in the NFL. You got to be three-dimensional in the NFL. You got to be good on special teams. You got to be good on offense. You got to be good on defense. And you must be effective and execute on all sides of the football. Steelers as a team, 64 total team tackles, 33 solo tackles, one sack in the game. That was, of course, for TJ Watt. Who else would have gotten it, right? Three tackles for a loss, two passes defense, three quarterback hits on Tyler Huntley to go with the one sack. Baltimore Ravens as a team, 78 total team tackles, 45 solo tackles, two sacks, four tackles for a loss, eight passes defense, and then nine quarterback hits on um, Kenny Pickett to go with the two sacks for a loss of 15 yards. This has been the Promise Picks football podcast show, Sunday Night Football Results Show, week 17. Happy New Year. Once again, if you notice, I did read off the statistics for the defensive players a little bit differently, and that's for the sake of time. I'm already three minutes over my talk time. Normally for a primetime prediction show or 
a primetime results show. And the reason why is because I wanted to read off the upcoming NFL schedule and I'm going to need some correction tape, but I don't have any correction tape. And uh, yeah, there's going to be two games on Saturday. Kansas City at Las Vegas at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central, and then Tennessee at Jacksonville, and that's going to be at uh, 8.15 Eastern, 7.15 Central. I was really hoping Titans and Jags would be on Sunday Night Football. Now, still to be determined, still to be determined, Sunday Night Football winning your end. But the one game I thought would be on Sunday Night Football, winning your in type of final game that you're going to remember and that you're going to pay, um, beg your pardon, that you're going to pay the most attention to and that you're going to remember in the back of your mind, Dallas at Washington is looking like it's going to be the game that will be on Sunday Night Football. But I was really hoping and praying that it would have been the Tennessee Titans and Jacksonville Jaguars. I was really hoping and praying. And I completely and totally am interested and I'm zero laser focused in. I'm laser, I'm zero, I'm laser focused in right now on what that primetime game is going to be this coming Sunday night, January the I think it's going to be January the 8th. Yeah, January the 8th. Really interested. Because the majority of these games that's coming Sunday, there's going to be a playoff team that's already seeded and that's already clinched the playoff berth going up against a team that's already defeated and eliminated from postseason contention. Or it's going to be a game in which two teams are playing against each other and they're eliminated from postseason contention. And I already called out those games last week to end the year of 2022. So, NFL, I'm really curious. I want to know. I'm like Joe. I want to know. Right now, the number one seeds, Kansas City and the Indianapolis, a big part, and the Philadelphia Phillies. The reason why the Kansas City Chiefs are the number one seed currently is because Buffalo Bills are going to play against Cincinnati tonight. Cincinnati has beat Kansas City. Buffalo has beat Kansas City. Here's the thing, though. Kansas City has, I believe, they have the best record in their division. Not only that, they have the best overall record. So if Buffalo wins tonight, Buffalo will go back to the number one seed. Kansas City Chiefs will drop back to the number two seed. If that is making sense to anyone out there. If the Bengals win tonight, the Bengals will be the number two seed. Buffalo Bills will drop to the number three seed. Whoever wins the AFC South, whether it's the Jags or the Titans in week 18, they will be the number four seed. And also they will host a home postseason game. On the NFC side of things, the Eagles are the number one seed for now. And the reason I say it's for now is because in week 18, the Philadelphia Eagles, they have to face the New York football giants. New York football giants, they are the number six seed as of right now. And they are, in fact, in the postseason. Uh, Dallas Cowboys are in the postseason with the 12-4 record. 
And here's the thing. San Francisco has not seen the Eagles this season, and they won't. Most likely, they're going to see them later on this month during the tournament. Minnesota lost to Green Bay on yesterday. They're 12-4. 49ers have been winning since God knows I don't know how long. They are 12-4 right now. And they did it the hard way. They started the season off a little bit rocky. They weathered the storm. Speaking of storms, it is storming outside right now. But they weathered the storm. And they made it to 12-4 a lot differently than the Bills or the Minnesota Vikings or the Eagles or the Dallas Cowboys. So with all of that being said, it's going to be absolutely amazing to watch week 18 unfold. It's going to be amazing to watch week 18 unfold. And uh, I will be watching ever so closely. But before we can get to week 18, we got to get through tonight first. And tonight, once again, it will be the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals, the number two seed versus the number three seed. Monday Night Football in the regular season will end in spectacular fashion. I can't imagine the NFL and the ESPN, most importantly, having this scenario. Because nobody knew what the Bengals were going to be. We knew they were going to have Joe Burrow back, but we didn't know what they were going to be as a team, right? You know, so many teams go through so many changes each and every season during the offseason. Whether it's um, free free agency in March or whether it's um, the uh, uh, NFL draft. You know, during the offseason, so many teams go through so many changes. Preseason. That's not regular season, it's preseason. Emphasis on the word P, or should I say the letters P-R-E in front of season. So nobody knows what to expect going into the season. I mean, honestly, I thought the Rams would be back and the Bengals would have fell off. But we know Joe Cool is that man. We know he is that guy. And I hope you have enjoyed listening to Sunday Night Football Results Show finale of 2022 to start 2023. Everybody stay safe out there. One.